0: China. China. Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, hey it's Ariana Grande. Just the
1: Interviews, a Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Oh, it's the Zach Sang Show. In the studio right now is Matt Bennett. Hey. Hello. Hey, everyone. New uh, album, Terminal Cases. Look how pretty it is. <laughs> it's so nice. How'd you get a legit thing like this?
2: Um, Through an old, old friend from New York. My friend Josh Bloom and I did improv together at a okay. Citizens Brigade. Cool. And uh, he works in... Uh, uh, Publish, or, or, uh, publicity. Okay. Music publicizing. And so he <laughs> knew people and I wanted to make an album and he helped me out in a major way. Cause, I, look, it's I, I can hold them in my hands.
1: I mean, it's tangible. It's real. It's not just on the internet.
0: Can I hold one in yeah, my of hands? Course.
1: Yes you may yeah oh, we're, all we're all reading them now it's real things now And the blurb on uh, the, the CD cover reads Terminal Cases a debut album by Matt Bennett is a concept record about divorce inspired by the films of Robin Williams featuring the songs Fisher King Hook Part 1 and Jumanji Yes yeah uh- <laughs> that's
2: right <laughs> Yeah that's that's
1: it uh, Fisher King I'm not going to lie to you I listened to it you know a few times thank you I mean it's, it it sounds pretty it's you know? pretty,
2: it's uh it was described as darkly beautiful yeah yeah by like WNYC <laughs> or some somebody and I'm uh, I'm proud of it. it it's I tried there are ten songs and it's ten different vibes I wanted to see I never have done this before yeah I've saying uh, you know I did I think you're swell and broken glass on victorious which by the way I
1: I, I think your swell was one of my favorite songs to ever come out of victorious I and I really thought that Nickelodeon could have made that a single and it could have been something it was so good
2: it was a download you know if you downloaded the victorious soundtrack you got an extra free track yeah, that but, i did
1: but it's also like the favorite one of the most famous songs of the songs that robbie sang to cat i mean it it's was true. huge it's yeah true,
2: it's true and you know ariana and i have performed that song a number of times together <laughs> to to rave reviews every single time but you know could have it
1: really could have been great i it,
2: decided to move on and make a dark concept <laughs> album about <laughs> my parents divorce oh you know it's, it's about my parents divorce yeah uh they split up right around the same time victorious ended and so I just found myself with very little to I, – I I need structure in my life. Yeah. And so I started taking Japanese class. I don't know if you realize how important your location is to me. Well, well, why? Across the street was an uh, an old cafe called the Rune Boutique. OK. It closed a couple of years ago. But in December 2011, my friend Brian Morrison uh-huh. sent me a message on Facebook and said, I'm going to a concert at the Rune Boutique tonight. And it was a girl named Kiari Pomu Pomu. I-, I was right <laughs> across the street. Yeah. And it changed my life.
1: So it's just so good. Okay, I, I we we gotta tackle this, and we this is a, a bunch of stuff. This is a lot to get into. Yes, okay. And I want to start with your parents' divorce, right? <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, great. I, I remember <laughs> when you were going through it, and I love your dad.
2: Fred Bennett is he, amazing. He
1: is such an amazing human he loves, being. He loves you. He is a genuine soul. He I'll really tell the is. story
2: about when you met him. I did a concert at the Sidewalk Cafe in New York City. Yeah, it's a free show. And Ariana tweeted that she was going to be there. And And so we show up to 400 screaming children (laughs) hanging outside to a place that can only fit 100 people. It was crazy. So my dad, 60-year-old Fred Bennett... Zach Sang and my little sister played makeshift security guards and there's a picture of you just like holding children back and Ariana getting a picture with my two little cousins and there's just children everywhere and my dad's like that Zach Sang is a good guy uh, uh, he stepped up to the plate he stepped up to the
1: challenge and forever Fred Bennett and I have been connected that's right like two souls just there I
2: told him I was going to do Zach Sang and the gang and go Zach Sang. Good guy. Okay. I love it. He has a mustache, my dad.
1: You know, that was a crazy day. That was. I think that was a crazy day for Victorious fame and like the, the realness of what Victorious was in your life. Yeah. Because if you think about it, right, it was a different era for Ariana. It was a different era for you. I mean, the fact that Ariana was traveling without a security guard was weird.
2: It's true. It was. It, we were all in our infancy of yeah. we, what we were growing into, and Victorious had just kind of hit its peak. You know, it was uh, it was prime time, all of us. Yeah. We were in high demand. And Liz was there too, but she left early because there were too many kids. She couldn't
1: do it. She got she it a taxi from Alphabet City all the way to New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, she left, she goes, she just told me she was going out to get some air. And then before oh, no, I knew gone. it, I got a text. Yeah, you have I, to keep your eye on her. Yeah, she'll I, she'll,
2: she'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, sleep away,
1: sneak, ba- sneak away, I'm, slip and sneak. I'm back in New Jersey. But it, it really was, I, it was very, it was such a... I, I remember that day so vividly because it was, it was just, it was exactly what everybody's future was about to be. Mm, almost. A, yeah, you almost. almost. It, it, but not almost, but it was, I mean, for, for a long time, that was your reality. That was the world that you lived in. Yeah, it's true. When you think about that time today, how do you feel?
2: Um, you know, it, I, I wish that it had gone on a little bit longer. Yeah. I understand why it had to end. But beyond that, we've all gone on and done interesting and cool things and it keeps growing and keeps building. Yeah. Um, that being said, yeah, I mean, we all miss it. We've talked about it. We have a group text where, you know, we, we love each other as a cast and, you know, uh, we, have, we still have fans constantly yeah. tweeting at us about it. Um, it was hard. And I, you know, I went from having a steady, awesome job to having no job. And being you know, another out-of-work actor in Los Angeles. And my parents split up. And I was far away. They were in New York. Yeah. I was here. But I was getting phone calls from my mom. I was getting phone calls from my sister. I was getting phone calls it, from my grandmother. Talking to my dad about it. You know, I, I was. It was just a very real thing. And I was having all these conflicting feelings. And I just, for whatever reason, while watching Jumanji one day, <laughs> I wrote a song. because I was watching his film. I was watching it. And then I started watching his other films. And I realized there are some through lines. There's always something about not wanting to grow up. About, you know, or, or growing up too fast, even. Yeah. Something just age really plays a big part. He always plays, there's always a character named Jack. Uh, always uh, a character yes. named Jack. Yeah. And he always, there's always like strains on his marital bonds. You look at Doubtfire, you look at, uh, or, you know, or, or parental bonds as well. You look at Jumanji, he, him and his dad are estranged, then he goes away and he grows up too fast. Hook, you know, his wife and kids are like, wow. you, you work too much, you, you know, you're, you're doing too many things. And so I just, I, I thought, like, this is going to be easy. This is going to be fun. This is going to be smart. I have this funny idea. Ten songs, whatever. It'll take a month. It took three years. It took three years. Wow. But, I mean, so what happened was I I wrote about, like, eight of the songs. They were completed, and then he passed away. And Robin Williams died. I'm like, I can't release this album now. This is so, you know, that's that's in bad taste. But it weighed on me. I had these songs
1: completed, and it was
2: like – it sounds pretty cool it sounds really good
1: okay and wait hold on okay let me let me like sink this like soak it in and then dive in sure go for it Robin Williams are you crediting him with him getting you through this phase in your life where it just was thrown at you starts with victorious it goes into your parents mm -hmm. was he your escape were these movies it for you it made sense you know I
2: he has always been a beacon since I was very young and when I moved out here I actually crossed paths with him twice I was backstage at UCB. I was about to do a show and he came back and just started talking about Waiting for Godot to know, just to the room. He was yeah. just do, doing a whole bit about Waiting for Godot and it really – uh, he he performed it. He used to do it with I think Billy Crystal and he was talking about how they perform it in prisons because it's a concept that every prisoner understands <laughs> – Waiting. Waiting for Godot <laughs> is a play by Samuel Beckett. It's, it's very famous, very good play. Um, and That was just like wow. That was I, I just moved down. I was like this is like what celebrity this is like
1: fame this is aw- this is Los Angeles. And also weird fate. Feeling it. What's that? Also weird fate. Looking back at those moments, I mean, you cross paths with him twice. Fate. Oh, okay, yes. I mean, that's, you know, that, that's and you had no idea that any of this would be uh,
2: No, but you know, when I started writing it, I was like he's going to listen to it and like it. I'm going to hang out with Robin Williams. I'm going to make an album he's going to get it.
1: Are you upset now that he can't listen to it? Of course. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> I'm excited for people to hear it because I've just been talking about it for so long, and now you can actually like. When does this go up? It's probably going to go up either next week or like so, top of next week. It's available. Yes, it's available. You're going to be able to, to listen to it, and even if, you can sample the tracks. And I'm going to be doing things. I can be able to say, "Hey, listen to this album," instead of this album's coming out. Who are you making? Who did you make this album with? It's a, a producer that I met named Jim Greer. He worked with Foster the People. Okay, and cool. Does a lot of, like a, a lot of hip hop stuff. There's a cool hip hop Becky influence on some tracks as well.
1: I mean, Ed, when I was listening to Jumanji and I was listening to Fisher King, everything do- everything on it sounds beautiful. Thank you. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like a professional, real record with Perfect. real sound and like just, I mean, real instruments. You use real instruments, of course, yeah. I mean, how did you do all of
2: that? Did you fund it yourself? Yeah. Um. So it, I, we split it halfway between me and and Josh Bloom, cool. the producer of it. And um. Yeah. I mean, I play guitar. I play bass. And Jim played. He was able to play mandolin and accordion. He was able to put the accoutrement, all the extra yeah. instruments on. Um. And we played drums. We had a live drummer. We had saxophone from Angelo Moore from Fishbone. If we have ska fans out there, they're wow. legendary. Um. And <laughs> yeah. So we we try to keep it. Some some drums are electronic on tracks like Moscow. Yeah, uh, but beyond that, I just wanted to—I wanted to make something lush. You know, I, I listen to what's on the radio, and it's just—it's so manufactured. And I really wanted to make something personal, especially as an opening statement. It's sort of like a "Here I Am" world. This is Matt Bennett. I wanted to make something that was just a—a a, a statement.
1: Can you categorize Matt Bennett in music? Because I—I I think you know, based on I think your "Swell" and "Broken Glass," I think mm-hmm. the world maybe might have you know assumed that. The music you're going to come out with might be a little bit more funny, a little bit more exactly. lighthearted. And this is kind of a combination. Right. That's exactly I It's a funny concept
2: with a very serious approach to it. Yeah. I, you know, I, I wanted to approach it from, you know, the, uh, from an angle of, you know, bla, you know, blow away your preconceptions of what Matt Bennett is. Now is the time. You know, I turn when I recorded this, I was 23. I just turned 24 in November. And I was like, I can't be. You know, you know, acoustic guitar playing songs about love and Mario Kart can't be doing that my entire life. That's a real thing. There are steps in between. That's the other thing. You know, I, I was working on an album that fell through before this one. Called the monumental good thing my okay. producer moved to nashville and didn't tell me oh. <laughs> but the tracks <laughs> are real yeah exactly the tracks are really cool and they act as sort of like a stepping stone between the two maybe someday it'll surface
1: what, what what were those songs about was that a concept album it was not it was an it was
2: more of an ep um i had songs about rainbows i had a song called rainbows and grandpa and you i love rainbows <laughs> and grandpa and you. um i had a song called big plans uh, where the course was, I've got big plans for you in the least creepiest way possible. I've got big plans for you, like love. <laughs> it's trying to trying to make an interesting spin on That's love. That's really great. Oh, cheers, thank you.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll revisit it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, you know, your concept album is Mass Appeal, but I think Grandpas and Rainbows, they're Mass Appeal. That's true. Everybody loves Grandpas. But, but is there something that you, I mean, is there a part of you that doesn't want Mass Appeal? Because I feel like you're, from Victorious being one of the most Mass Appeal children's shows to really ever exist for our generation, mm-hmm. you've kind of gone the opposite. Like, you've kind of, you've taken the more, I don't want to say indie approach to things, but it's just a more of a, an artistic approach.
2: You know, well, there's no such thing as a mainstream anymore. Yeah. That's the real big bummer. I mean, yeah, there's there's stuff that's on the radio and what gets. Hundreds of millions of views on YouTube, but it's it, uh, everything is so scattered with the internet. I was like, before I have to, you know, not sell out, but just before I have to compromise things. I wanted to make something very pure, something that you know I wrote these songs, you know I, I, I labored over them, and you know I, I, I'm happy that I can put this down. Yeah, going forward with the stuff that I know from doing this album. I'm going to make some more poppier stuff. But, you know, Power Pop, I love Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, I don't know if you cool. ever listened to them. Oh, but you, are you, like they're, are are you, you kidding? New Jersey?
1: I'm from Wayne, New
2: Jersey. That's right. So I'm a huge Fountains of Wayne fan. I want to do like that kind of thing. Cool. Where they take these interesting concepts with their songs. But make them, mom. Stacey's mom. But make them so catchy. That's. that's So, but yeah, now that, since I have this. So this is
1: your art you're saying, post this, you're ready to compromise and sell out. Well, I. <laughs> <laughs> you know that people. A lot of
2: times, people say, "You know, this one's for me. The next one's for you. This yes. one's for me. the Next one's for you." I, I don't know. We'll see what comes out next. I've been working on. There are two different uh, projects. You know, song projects that I, I have. Some of them are like a bunch of songs about murder, and then a lot of songs about lo- like love Hard. and partying and fun, <laughs> but having a fun summer. I just I, they're they're two extremes to Matt Bennett. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like I'm I'm a flowing river, and I can't channel where this all goes. It's beautiful. You know, when you get when you get upset or you get angry, you have a bad audition. You get a flat tire. Yeah. You know, I can't write a song about having a, you know, having a good time, going out. No. You want to write a song about murder. <laughs> <laughs> How hard? That's is why the... I have this rubber banana. It's my stress reliever. How
1: hard has the acting life been for you post Victorious? I mean, you get some stuff. I saw you fresh off the boat. You killed. I was just on. Thank you. I was on. I fresh love off that the show. Boat.
2: I've been consistently working, and it's been good. Um, I'm looking for the next Victorious type thing where you know yeah. I can really flesh out a character. Mostly, it's been one offs. But last year, I had two great movies that I was in. I was in Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Awesome which on Sundance and Stanford Prison Experiment. Cool. So uh, both of them, I, I love. People love. Them, I was so happy to be a part of it. I learned so much from doing it, and I'm looking to do more stuff like that. But yeah, it's there's so many actors, there's so many people trying yeah. to do what you know I'm trying to do. So the next step is writing my own stuff. And, and so, uh,
1: it, you're pretty freaking good at it, dude. Thank you. Yeah, you I'm really try- are. This
2: is this is my toe in the in the ocean. This is my toe.
1: And you Forget look the pool. You, you know, look good. Thanks, man. <laughs> How's that life been? You hooking up with anyone? Look- <laughs> Not recently. No. You know what? No, not recently. I feel like you and Japanese women would do well together. I was just in Japan. Blonde-haired, blue-eyed people are like hugely popular over there. Blonde-haired, blue-eyed. people. Yeah, but <laughs> it doesn't I mean, still. Um,
2: yeah. I, I'm. I want to spend more time over there. Yeah. I'm looking to you know, I, I just love every aspect of it. Every aspect well- of it. Uh, so I want to go.
0: <laughs> what? 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 Uh,
2: that's where I got this rubber banana. <laughs> I think th- there's also- <laughs> you buy weird things in Japan. Can I try? Yeah, of course. There's- I feel like there's also a huge market for your music, too, maybe. Yeah. Well, so that's one of the things, you know, music, you can do it anywhere. Yeah. So when I was over, do you want the banana? Yeah, You're I do. It. I
1: really do. So when I was over
2: there, I took a meeting <laughs> with Sony Japan. Okay. And they said, it might be hard to put this one out, but give us your next single. So I'm like, I want to write a Japanese pop song right now. That would be the
1: coolest. There's a f- – well, first of all, the fans are insane. The music scene is awesome. music scene is so good. I'm glad that you are aware oh, of that. Yeah, I totally – Wonder Girls from like a, a while ago, I've been following hey, Wonder these Wonder Girls are K-pop. Are they? Maybe They might wrong. be K-pop. Uh,
2: you know, pop from Asian countries in general is just so superior.
1: But you're – what's your name? Kiari P- Pami Pamiu. Ye- yes. So, her
2: and her producer, Yasutaka Nakata, just crank out the hits. Just gold, gold, gold. It's so, so, so good. And just inspires me constantly. So, have you met her? I have met her. I met her on this last trip.
1: Wait, and what was that like? Because who's it, like does she know who you are? Yes. Now
2: she does know who I am. I sent her a birthday message with Ariana. That's cool. And so I yeah, saw she that. followed me on Twitter, and I was like, this is exciting. Wow. Um,. Yeah, and uh, we may
1: may have texted a little bit. I what, whoa, I don't know. Whoa, <laughs> whoa hey, Ooh. I don't know. Well, now That's I the, want to educate myself more. You you take Japanese classes. You, you speak it really really
2: well. Um, I speak it really well until I'm over there and yeah. they're talking so fast at me that I'm like, wait, ho- hold on, slow down. You could go to say, please slow. Um, it's I don't know. It's 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 something when also when everything kind of fell apart in my life. I was like, I want to have a hobby that I can pump a lot of time into. You know, some, something that I can't complete in like a week or a month or even a year, just something that I can constantly spend my time on and yeah. really get good at something. And for whatever reason, it was just <laughs> Japanese, but, Japanese became the thing.
1: What was it about the culture that just fascinated you?
2: The first thing was um, you see all the pictures of them wearing surgical masks yeah. and you're like, "Oh, they're afraid of getting sick." It's because they're feeling sick and they don't want to get other people sick. That's, There's a courtesy over there that is just, I know. Zach that's really nice. His heart. That's it's, really cool. There's there's a certain courtesy, and you know, going over there, it's so clean. There's no pollution. Wow. It, you know, everybody takes the train. You feel connected to something. You know, we're sitting in our. Metal coffins driving yeah. down the four hundred and five, screaming at people, <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta get out of here! I gotta get out of here! And even when you're, you know, on the on on the JR the train line, and there's like, you know, a hundred people packed into this tiny train, and you're squeezed up against the you know the the wall, you feel alive,
1: and you feel like you're you feel a part th- of something,
2: connected to something, yeah. You know, and the more that I go out, when you're first there, it's overwhelming, but the more I go out, the more I get a, a feel for it. And the more friends that you make, the more places you discover, and the more other friends you make, and you hang out with them, and you know you go out until six in the morning, and you're wow. drinking on the street, and it feels it feels real. It feels like being young. Do you want to live one there one day? day? Uh, I'd love to. Yeah, that's the next step. I think I think the Japanese people would enjoy themselves. some Matt better yeah, I, I got a good response from this trip. The next time I go out is looking like maybe September. Cool. And so yeah, I'm just I want to get out there as much as I can. I'd like to spend four months in Japan, four months in America, and then four months you know i don't know
1: touring whatever. shooting i would
2: love to tour i would love to play live i think i want another album i want more material because this is only this one is like 40 minutes long 45 minutes or something like that or
1: but more. it's it's 40 minutes of <laughs> divorce tunes and robin divorce williams tunes,
2: yeah it is i mean featuring it, it, such hits as moscow on the hudson who's seen <laughs> moscow on the hudson i was like this is a good idea I, I spent time on this album.
1: Can we talk about Halsey? I'm looking at your Twitter. Like, do you hate her or do you like her? Like, I got I got it. What the hell is going on
2: here? I, I discovered that I have a big old plate of beef with Halsey now.
1: Yeah.
2: It's fascinating. I mean, I did know. you start it? I didn't start it. Who started it? She did? Well, so what happened was my friend said, um, do you think Halsey voted for Hillary Clinton?
1: no she's said, a bernie person
2: i didn't know and i said well i think she's on tour right now Halsey's a very busy person has a very busy schedule
1: yeah
2: and she wrote what did she write back something oh. she called me so she called me the a word i went to go look for a response
1: and i think she might have deleted, she deleted it.
2: it but it it left a mark and people were tweeting at me Wait, and but she called were very you, mean she called you that because you said she was busy she said yeah so she said i voted for bernie and you're an a-hole how do you, she said how do you fit being an a-hole into your schedule and oh i my God. and it it has caused me emotional distress
1: <laughs> oh she comes God. in hot like it has
2: caught co- and it, it has cost me a job what? maybe maybe no probably not but maybe and um i am what cons- job i'm considering taking legal action against halsey no
1: no way You're for really
2: saying yeah for saying the things <laughs> oh, get out of here what do you want from me
1: <laughs> slander
0: what it's kind slander. of job slander. would slander. you lose
2: like a halsey music video it it you know what i i fell asleep <laughs> And I mi- and I missed an audition. Okay, hey, if you if you so if you I was fe- upset.
1: if you feel that it's the right move to take legal action against Halsey because you you know I just want an apology. You're emotionally hurt by it. Do it, and you know you know Halsey's been on the show. Her face is on the wall over there.
2: Did she draw that? Yeah, it's a good drawing. It looks really good. <laughs> looks good pandering (laughs) look you know i have nothing against halsey i i was raised on biggie and nirvana too like i
1: (laughs) you've been tweeting at her for weeks (laughs) i've been i've been looking at your stuff (laughs) look you know
2: i'm a guy trying to do music she's a girl trying to do music who am i to 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 throw shade as the kids say these days um i'm just a guy with a rubber banana and an album terminal cases available now (laughs) Matt Bennett terminal cases. I don't hate Halsey. Never met her. Oh, I'd like to. That'd be cool.
1: Maybe you. Maybe next time she comes, if she says it's okay, you can come by. Thank you. Yeah,
2: I like this area. I like Culver City. It's. Good. I don't mind making the trip.
1: If you just happen to be in town, you can right. swing by. I'm sure I'll be in town. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be. I'm sure I'll be available. Victorious. I mean, do you think yeah. about it sometimes? Are you upset that it's over? I
2: am. Ah, you know what? It it didn't feel like it was over until very recently. Really, it, you know, it was over for a while. It kind, of, you know, it rolled back around for a second, and now it's it's gone again. So I don't know. It's I do. I miss it a lot. I had a good time on that show. It was like a dream job. Nickelodeon. I got I got slimed, guys. I'm the current <laughs> reigning slime king. Still, that's huge. I'm still the current reigning. Slime I
1: barely king. see see slime on the network anymore.
2: I you know what? I can't say I've been watching it too much. No,
1: I mean I don't really. I see them on Twitter and Instagram. That's that's about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And there's no slime there. So. There's no slime? No. Oh, well. When you think back you know, to that time, I mean, you would have kept it going, right? You would have done another season or two? I think one se- another season would have been really
2: good. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I think we were all game for it, too. But, you know, it just
1: wasn't in the cards, I guess. What happened there? <sighs> I don't
0: know, man. You, ha- you
1: know. have to have so You know what I mean? Like When you think about something like that, you have to have somebody in your brain that you just push the blame to. Well, um, Halsey. Uh, at the time, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to blame it on Halsey?
2: I mean, we could. I mean, like, guys, it was Halsey. She No, um, <laughs> Nick Loding was at a difficult place uh, for them. Dan yeah. was at a difficult place for him. Um, and it just kind of all... I guess basically what happened, you know, a tour would have helped it, if we had gone on tour. It would have been huge, It dude. really would have been huge. They couldn't get it together.
1: I, I, I mean, think about it. We... The la- not the last time. A few times ago that we hung out was backstage at MSG. Mm-hmm. We were watching so Ariana right. from the front of the stage. Can you imagine? Sold out crowd two days in a row. Victoria's cast at MSG. That's all I'm
2: saying. So I, you know, I think that the mentality is: what's the point of doing a music show when we're not selling? CD- nobody buys CDs. No. And you know, we're not touring with it. Um, yeah, you know, slash and burn. Unfortunate. It hurts. I'm just a guy with a rubber band. Yeah.
1: Will you whip out the guitar and play for us? Yeah, of course. Matt Bennett whipping out his guitar right now.
2: This is uh, the song about Jumanji that I wrote. This is the first one that I wrote for the album.
1: Beautiful.
0: Something's stampeding over me. Looks like it's stampeding all over town. Since the new kids moved into my house, things haven't been the same around. Somebody roll a five or an eight How the hell did I get here anyway? Where's mom and dad? Are you my brother and sister? The fun is over Now you know that I miss her Ooh know what year am I Finally grew a beard But have no reason to be alive My psychotic, neurotic High school sweetheart Stand back, I got this The fireplace is bats and giant mosquitoes But where the lion went Is something only she knows Where's mom and dad Are you my brother and sister? over, now you know that I miss her ooh we're out of the jungle but we're not out of the jungle yet cause life is so strange on the outside take me back, go take me back Monkey in the refrigerator How did you get to be so cold? Don't you know After the game is over You're going home You're going home In terms of love and danger Be careful where you stand the heart is many, tricky thing And the floor is quicker than the sand You gotta keep playing the game of That little monkey boy will keep fading away Where's mom and dad? Are you my brother and sister? The love is over now, you know that I miss her Out of the jungle, but we're not out of the jungle yet, cause life is so strange on the outside. Take me back, oh, take me back. Monkey in the refrigerator, how did you get to be so cold, don't you know? After the game is over, you're going home. You're going home. Out of the jungle But we're not out of the jungle yet Cause life is so strange on the outside Take me back, go take me back David Alan Greer, answer me this How did you get to be so cold? You used to live in color Now you're growing old You're growing old David Allen Greer David Allen Greer David Allen Greer
1: Woo! Yeah! <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's fun you were
1: phenomenal oh
2: cheers thank you very much wow, wow. wow. mahalo <laughs> you are so awesome. happy the whole time I just love I love playing yeah. it's really I don't get to
1: do it enough when you look at both acting and music like this I mean wh- wh- where are you creatively satisfied the most um so far I've had the most experience writing music but
2: uh do you guys want a little exclusive or yeah. something cool um I have been working on a script with Liz Gillies. And we're having so much fun with it. And I think that it could turn out to be something really cool.
1: That's amazing. I know.
2: So that's been very rewarding as well. It's fun to have a partner, especially somebody, you know, we have such good comedic rapport. Are you
1: kidding? You guys play off of each other. It's, if, it's if we stupid. Get it,
2: if we do it right, it could be something really phenomenal. It could be something really cool. Wow.
1: Will you sing one more for us? Uh, do you want it to be off the album? Do you want something new and fresh? Or- you tell me. You you set the tone, my friend. You do it. Whatever you feel comfortable with. Wonderwall. <laughs> Let me see. I do... You- <laughs> I'm not going to sing it, but... <laughs> Is it... It's
2: A. Um... Is there something off of here that I can play? Yeah. I'm here to promote the album. I should play another song off the album. Good idea. This is the song based off of Hook. The first part.
0: to ten I close my eyes where's my parachute why am I so afraid to fly I used to do it all the time you break a window will be sucked into space and I'd be amazed if I make it to my next birthday Without my phone, my fax machine, and my briefcase You'll put someone's eye out, you'll break your neck All these rules, calm down, Dad, you're getting upset More people die in cars than they do on planes I can't grow up I can't grow up It's that time again Grow Welcome to the show. Can you please put your phones on silent? And if you can't make it to the game, will you send someone to film the highlights? No, Jack's not here, you left him back at the field where his faith lies broken like a shattered clock's face. If you know what's good for you, you'll get out of my way cause I'm crazy and I'm hurt. No the head on my shoulders doesn't want to be saved, it just wants to be where it wants to be, and it doesn't want to be here with you. I can't grow up, I can't grow up, it's that time again, time out of mind, yeah, I can't grow up. change I can't grow up I can't grow up it's that time again time out of mind yeah I can't grow up
2: Again.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
2: Cheers. Seriously. Was so fun. I love it. I love being on the Zack Sang Show. This is the
1: most different <laughs> performance I've ever had in uh, on my show ever. Really? I've never had... Like, I, seriously, this is... The songs are awesome, and they're unique, and they're, I mean, they literally, not saying that they're anti-pop, I mean, but they are, like, in the formatics of it, I mean, there's no, I mean, there's hooks, but they're rough, and it's, there's more, like, depth to it. It
2: tells a story. Yes. The album, you know, f- you know from the first track to the 10th track, it tells a full story. And there is a Flubber track that I didn't include on the album. Well, Maybe a Japanese exclusive or what? something. <laughs> when I'm releasing, really yeah. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. Um, wow. Yeah, I uh, I'm, I'm pretty how proud of it. How I'm many excited. times have
1: you had to watch all these movies?
2: <laughs> it's too many like, like. and there's still more to come. I have this idea for if I do this live, I want to um, take all of the uh, uh, establishing shots. So when you're watching like Mrs. Doubtfire, there's a beautiful pan over all of San Francisco. Yeah. And I want to slow it down and just play with San Francisco playing in the background. That's awesome. And just use all of these uh, locations – from the movies. That's great. Kind of set the tone for where every event takes place, I guess.
1: Do you have a number on how many times? Like, what are we saying here? Like, would, can you like recite lines in the movie at this point? Let me see.
2: Fisher King, I probably had to watch five times, maybe more. Moscow and the Hudson, I probably about five times each. Wow. And then, yeah, so The World According to Garp, which is the last track, uh, is coincidentally my father's favorite book. It's based off of a book by a guy named John Irving. And so that's why that's where Terminal Cases comes from. Um, the last line is "In the world, according to Garp, we are all terminal cases." And that line got him. He handed me the book when I was in middle school, and it got me. Uh, it's really, it's really cool. Um, and I'm glad when I told him the title, he just kind of beamed. I don't. In a way, this is an album to get my my father's approval, and <laughs> his attention, <laughs> in, in
1: a big way. I mean, do you? I mean, there's some reality to that. I mean, this album is stemming from you know, I mean, your parents' divorce. Yeah. Getting attention? There's a lot of stuff going on over there on the East
2: Coast. It's, it's a big album about about loss. You know, I was I felt I felt like I was growing up. I was seeing things in a different way. Uh, the show ended, my parents ended, and uh, yeah, I, I just I wanted. I'm glad that I have a, a, a time capsule, a Snapchat, uh, of you know, a snapshot, yeah. not a Snapchat that will only lasts about <laughs> ten seconds, uh, a snapshot of what I was going through. And, you know, the one thing when I was writing it and recording, I'm like, oh, I'm going a little bit too far on this one. I would go so much further. Next one, I'm going to go much further. I'm, you know, in
1: terms of depth, in terms of realness and I don't honesty. Know, just,
2: you know, all of it. You know, so just I, I don't know. It was my first attempt at doing anything like yeah. this. So I don't know. It's it's a great, great example of who I
1: am, where I'm going. Hopefully, do you feel you know, like you needed to get this album out to move forward yeah, oh, in your def- life? Definitely, because
2: I was sitting. You know, I, I stopped working on it for like six months after Robin Williams passed away. Um, but it just I couldn't write. I really. I couldn't get this weight off my chest. because so I had I had this. It was pretty much done. Yeah. Wow. Terminal cases. Terminal cases. It's, Thank you for for watching this and listening to it. It does mean a lot because, uh, yeah, this is the first time I've ever done something. So your your support and your support at home, thanks to viewers like you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's I, I, I literally could not do it without people. W-
1: will you be sending this album to the cast of Victorious and asking their opinion? oh jeez i would hate i don't know yeah i'm
2: probably yeah i'll give it to everybody avon's already heard some of it liz has, liz has heard all of it okay liz has a thank you on this liz played a very liz and michael played an integral part into the making of this i mean i,
1: I can ima- didn't michael help you make it at all
2: uh there was a night where we attempted and it what? just did it didn't pan out right but it i it's wrapped up into the mythology of this album now beautiful I, I, i'm happy that i'm happy that happened. how does this album compare to ariana's albums well, so the original title for this was going to be Mine Truly. I was going to call this album, and then I was like, what? I saw her album came out and I said, what? That's crap. I said, that's crap. And then I was like, fine, fine, Dangerous Man. I'm going to call this album Dangerous Man. And, uh, and then?
1: She took it. Yeah.
2: And so I, I, I'm thinking about taking legal action. <laughs> Okay, so no, I, it's, it, it's it's uh, apples and oranges, obviously. <laughs> Avin has heard parts of the record. Yeah, Avin's been, been very supportive. Avin's also a musician. I mean, he records sometimes. I wonder if he'll ever. I want I want him to put some stuff out. Maybe together.
0: What a beautiful life this has been.
2: That's an Avin Jogia song. Really, we, we were roommates for a year. I remember no, that. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm putting you uh, I'm putting you on blast Avin. I want
1: I want you to put that song out. I want to hear it. You're throwing down. This is a message. I'm throwing down. So Avin's heard a little bit of it. Liz and Michael have heard the entire thing. Right. Has Victoria Justice heard any of it? I haven't talked to Victoria in a while, so I don't think so. Oh, not in a long time. I'm so sorry. Yeah,
2: Leon. uh, Leon, I will give to Daniela, uh, Ariana, definitely. Cool. Yeah, that's the crew, man. And Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider. I forgot. Are you kidding? Love Dan. Gotta love some Dan Schneider. (laughs) I got to get the CD into his hands. You need to. I don't know. I. It's 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 weird when you put the blurb right on there where it's about divorce, inspired by the films of Robin Williams. Because everyone I hand it to, they go, "Oh, a CD." Oh, oh okay, good. 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 I'm gonna... Thank you, every single person. So uh, I hope that when you listen to these songs, you realize that it's something cool. It, and, oh, no. it, and it really is. I'm excited now.
1: Terminal I, cases. You got to check it out, man. Again, one more time. The debut album by Matt Ben is a concept record about divorce, inspired by the films of Robin Williams. Yeah. Come on. It's interesting. It's it's a journey. Even if
2: it's not your cup of tea, you might try it and just you know it could enrich your life. Who knows? Ah, uh, can I tell it? Can I tell a slightly embarrassing Zach Sang story? Go ahead. Oh, the funniest thing. What did so, I do? What'd you do? Uh, we were all ordering drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and Liz Liz is hardcore she ordered <laughs> vodka on the rocks. Yeah. And and so the guy comes over with this tray and goes here's a vodka on the rocks for the lady, and here is uh, I order red wine because you can't you know you can't go wrong with a Malbec or a Merlot or a you know, Pinot Noir or something. Yeah. And he goes and for the little miss a lemon drop. And, he and Zach sang like a margarita glass. It was like fluorescent yellow with sugar, not even salt on the rim.
1: Sugar, <laughs> it was really good.
2: He goes mmm yum, and we're like <laughs> Zach.
1: Honestly, that's my fault because I introduced him to a lemon drop like six (laughs) months ago. I'm not
2: knocking lemon drops. They're great. They taste really good. But like, it's a jazz club. You're like, yeah, snapping your fingers while (laughs) sipping, you know, this fruit cocktail (laughs) beverage.
1: It's now gotten to the point where I go to bars, right? Like, I I, I was at a bar in in New York the other day and I go go to them, can you just make me the fruitiest thing you can? Oh, God. You you know? Mm
2: -mm, You don't say that. Uh, You can ask, red wine is grapes, so.
1: Yeah, but it's strong and it's bitter sometimes. Uh, it's just
2: you, you. If forget the taste you look cool holding a glass that, of red that's <laughs> it, <laughs> look, it you look a little bit mature
1: by the way uh, just on my notes virginity hit I've told you this many times it's one of my favorite movies no way I told you that why I love it it's so good I haven't seen it in so long
2: uh, it was fun it was a very fun movie to do uh, <laughs> it, it. we are for at least 2010 we are the number one worst box office opening of all time for that movie <laughs> so woo
1: congratulations huge huge <laughs> We did it. Wow. Matt Bennett, Terminal Cases. Check it out now. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great, great fun. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.